0: Conversely, we haven't talked about Petersburg in a while that survey that said that um, it's the worst place in the state to raise a family. And it's, again, the high levels of poverty, a uh, school system that has problems, and a government that has been rather dysfunctional and, in fact, almost almost found themselves in a state of ruin, near ruin. And, of course, what the state is kind of asking itself is, why didn't we see this coming? You know, should we, should we know what the financial health is of any one of our localities so that we can, I guess, advise them or do something to try to prevent it from getting to the point that it got to in Petersburg. Joining us to talk about it, Delegate Chris Jones. He's a Republican. He represents parts of Suffolk and Chesapeake, also chairman of the House Appropriations Committee. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming the state really doesn't normally pay that much attention to what's going on in any particular locality on a fiscal basis.
1: Well, Jimmy, you know, they were required to file their Cap for their comparative report of local government, you know their comprehensive uh, report for financial standing, if you want to use that term, uh, most due by December 31st. But we were informed on Wednesday that 37 or 33 had not met the deadline, which was very surprising to those of us on the committee. But specifically Petersburg, uh, there were warning signs, evidently given to the city council, and. Uh, they seemed to ignore it. Uh, we asked a question on Wednesday if you have an audit done by a CPA firm, how is it that no one knows the house is on fire? And that was a term that was used by Robert Bob, or the Robert Bob Group, on Wednesday. And we were informed, much to our shock, that if there's a material letter or weakness, that that can be communicated orally, and that there was no record that was found of you know, some of those findings by the auditor, and it was not attached to the report that they had sent to the APA. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa, hang on. What you're
0: telling me is is that when they did figure out there were problems, they left that intentionally left that information now, off in reporting it.
1: I did not say intentionally. Okay. The, law, the law allows <laughs> you to orally communicate that information um, document if you want to use a term
0: but they didn't orally communicate it to you correct
1: Uh, not to know to the to the local governing body okay could have done that but see it never showed up in what was sent to the state of virginia and so this of course came to the surface uh the troubles and the struggles in petersburg back in the summer i think the administration acted properly by sending secretary brown down to try to help figure out what was going on and we've had uh, the pfm group and, uh, the Robert Bob group is there currently. Right. And we have found that uh, to say it was a city and dis- dysfunction would be an understatement.
0: Um, I, I, I'm guessing that when uh, Secretary Brown got there, he must have been shocked at, at all the things they uncovered. I mean, we're talking unpaid bills, unbalanced budgets, heavy borrowing. I mean, all the things that you could possibly do wrong were being done.
1: I will do his, quote, disservice from several months ago, but I think, he said he had never seen anything like it in his 40-plus years uh, of serving the Commonwealth. And that's all I needed to hear as an elected official because, you know, Rick has been here since, I guess, 1971 has seen a lot. He was director of DPB and is now secretary of finance. I mean, there were bills in the drawer, as you know, that were in envelopes that were not, never sent. They were using revenue anticipation notes. And so from our perspective, you know, we, we have requirements in the code of, when I was mayor of the city of Suffolk, we had to file our, you know, our, our CAFRA you know, to the Commonwealth, to the APA, and then they report a um, comparative analysis uh, you know, every um, the first quarter of every year. So if we're not getting complete and accurate information, it doesn't do us any good to really know what the financial health of a community is. And so hopefully what's going to occur, the APA is going to put in institute some new um requirements we're going to probably help with some budget language to make sure it's not an option but it's a you know, requirement uh... that local governments provide certain information uh... to your question about early warning signs uh, she had taken and looked at what louisiana other states have had this is- issue before louisiana has an early warning uh... detection system if you want to use that term and when she ran petersburg through that um, their uh, criteria or or their process we would have started to see things back as early as probably 2011 and 2012. Wow. So a full three to four years prior to what it surfaced this past summer.
0: Here's sort of the bottom line, though, Delegate Jones, and that is what, if anything, can the Commonwealth do once a problem is found? If you had found out, for example, in 2011 things were going south in Petersburg, what would the state have done?
1: We would have tried to provide assistance. We found and we found that tra- proper training hasn't been done for some of their elected officials to understand their fiduciary responsibility uh, to the citizens, uh, bring sunshine to the process, and uh, you know make sure that um, they are doing what they're supposed to. The reason we were so concerned is there was a possibility they could have defaulted on uh, some bonds that would have affected the state's bottom line. And we can, we are allowed by law. The governor is, I think, to intercept monies. That's the last thing you want to do. So uh, we've got a uh, a study group uh, led by Delegate Landis uh, in the House, and I'm not sure who his counterpart is in the Senate, that's going to look over the interim, any additional things we need to do in addition to what the APA is going to do as far as early warning uh, vis-a-vis our cities.
0: Wow. Now, you mentioned uh, a few moments ago, Delegate Jones, that there were, I think, 37 different localities that are having fiscal issues? Yes. It? Okay. Are any, of them, are any of them other ones in the metro Richmond area?
1: You know, I don't have the list in front of me. I should have had that before I got on the line. If I was smart, I would have done that before I said that. Uh, we have the, have the list. I have not seen it. Um uh, we don't think there's anything suspect as far as them not getting it to us on time, other than they were trying to maybe reconcile some other items. But the APA will, is getting back to us uh, to let us know if there's any uh, concerns that might exist in any of the other uh, counties or cities. But
0: safe we don't, we safe don't to say, none of, none of the rest of them have anything approaching what's been going on in Petersburg.
1: Uh, No, sir. Uh, That is a tough situation. The Robert-Bob group is supposed to be leaving April 1st. I'm not sure that's the best idea. Uh, I I think that they might need to stay there for another handful of months um, to to help them work through because they don't have a city manager. They don't have a police chief. They've got probably four or five of their top uh, administrative officers or positions that are unfilled. Wow. And they've got to get a budget out this spring. Um,
0: This sounds like, Petersburg sounds like a mess that's going to take years to clean up.
1: It's going to take several years, yes, sir. Uh, And we're going to be a partner with them in that regard, but uh, we're going to help them where we can. But it's going to require a lot of tough choices. Uh, and and uh, much more involvement, I think, by the citizens working with the local government and the elected officials to bring that city back to where it should be. All
0: right, Delegate, good to hear from you. Thank you for your time this morning. I appreciate it. Delegate Chris Jones, Chair of the House Appropriations Committee, joining us here on News Radio 1140 WRVA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? ha! in my dentist's office.